Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Couple of tight ends, receivers tight to the formation. Bears fill the box, snap Stafford, extends the hand out. Nope, it's a fake and a bootleg with plenty of time. He's going to throw deep down the field. He's got Van Jefferson inside the Bear 20-yard line. No one touched him. Picks it up 10-5 into the end zone with a touchdown. I don't think anybody touched him. That'll be a 67-yard L.A. Ram touchdown. Snap, they're going to run it. Montgomery darting, slips the tackle, gets near the goal line. He's in for the touchdown. Touchdown, Bears. Right over the right hash. Three-yard touchdown run. David Montgomery. Bears are on the board here in L.A. with 34 seconds to go. Second quarter, a plow horse inside. Gets low and... Cracks the plane of the goal line. Three-yard touchdown snap. Stafford, plenty of time. No pressure. Late pressure now. Hicks throwing deep, wide open. Cup to the 10, waltzing in. The deepest of the deep was not there. And there's a penalty marker down. Hopefully, this will nullify a 56-yard strike to a very wide open Cooper Cup. Snuck behind the defense. Yeah, I, I'm just super disturbed by that. That's the second time that they let a receiver get behind the coverage. It's on the Bears, so six points for Stafford. Backs to either side. Motion. This time, Field's going to keep it on the read option. Cutting in. He's in for the touchdown. Knifing in between two defenders. He hit the accelerator, and he's in from the three. Touchdown, Bears. Drags cup in motion. Christian goes, follows him, and Stafford looking to throw. With time. Here comes Mack. Too late. Throwing back of the end zone. Touchdown, Rams. Oh. Robert Woods in the back of the end zone. He only got one foot in the end zone. They'll look at it. Yeah. But if it counts, a gain of two and a penalty flag down. Holding. Defense number 44. The penalty is declined. The result of the play is a touchdown. Alec Ogletree, the guilty party. And now it's time for the Scores post-game show with Mully from the Mully and Haw Show and former Bears long-snapping Iron Man Patrick Manley on Sports Radio 670 The Score, presented by MailMedChicago.com, where a full head of hair scores every time. Well, our thanks to the fine folks at WBBM, our sister station, for the highlights. And uh, I don't know, Patrick, I... I you know, we spent a lot of time breaking it down, and, and as you said, we came away from it. Yeah, that's so much. And, man, secondary breakdowns, uh, injuries on the offensive line, I don't know that that affected the game uh, as much as the secondary breakdowns. How about the head coach with fourth and four fever to open the game? I don't know what message you're sending your team at that point, but um, – 34 to 14. Bears were in the game at the end of the half, but we mentioned the statistic uh, in the in the pregame show. Uh, Sean McVay now 38 0 when leading at halftime as an NFL coach. Yeah, it's just you know <laughs> the old line. 
They are who we thought they were. <laughs> all that stuff we broke down in the pregame, it all came true. You know, it started off great with a nice kickoff return, but then, you know, the Bears just kind of turned into who we thought they were. And I just, the thing I can't believe either, too, is, and I, I don't know exactly who the fault to put it on, is the two busted coverages. I mean, it looks like it's both on the safeties. Um, if that's true, I mean, that's supposed to be a strength of our team. And we talked about Eddie Jackson as well, hoping he could step up his play. And if those are on him, that's that's terrible. You can't have that. And the other thing is his terrible tackling showed up again. Yeah. That's just awful. I mean, you, you can't have that. And the front seven got no real pressure. And that's supposed to be the strength of your team, hoping he would disrupt Matthew Stafford and, and cause a problem with the passing game. Well, that didn't show up. And uh, it just, you know, that last series just kind of summed it up, too. The poor tackling, couldn't stop the run, just felt like they quit and let him go down and, and score on him and put the game out of reach. And it was just, you know, it was what you said at halftime. It, felt, it almost felt like the Bears were... You can't say winning, but, you know, they, I felt better about it. And then I'm like, okay, let's see what happens. And then the true Bears came out in the second half, and that was just – that was disgusting. Yeah, it, you know, it's it's really – it's difficult not to wonder why the um, the first half of the game was – the first part of the game was, I, in my opinion, kind of mismanaged. You know, you mm-hmm. you get down to the goal line. You bring in Justin Fields. And he throws a ball for an eight-yard gain, and you're sitting there like, wow. Like, not only did they have a, a, some plays for Justin Field, we're going to see him immediately. And then he comes out of the game, which confused me because they were, they were down uh, close to the goal line. And, you know, that's okay. Andy Dalton comes back out. Fair enough. You're going to get uh, – I, I don't know. You're going to get a touchdown. You're going to get a uh, a field goal out of this. And lo and behold, you got an offside penalty. And it's loud. I mean, the crowd is in the building, so you're pushed back a little bit. And and then you have a an interception, which was a, a really weird play because it looked like the tight end was open. And uh, instead, the guy apparently didn't really go with him, came back out and got a hand on the ball. And the next thing you know, the Bears are, are shut down. And um, and Matthew Stafford hits that, that touchdown pass where, I don't understand how the guy can fall at the twelve and you don't put a hand on him. That was you don't, so you, you start you don't out. Him. That's not that's not a tackling problem. That's a touching problem. Like you can't even touch him. <laughs> like I don't even like like they quit. Like it's not practice, guys. It's not you know this is the real deal. This is the real game. That's just that was awful. I mean again that summed up kind of just the whole game. That just they didn't take care of the details. And you were talking about what you broke down there in the red zone. This whole offseason, they said, how are we going to get better in the red zone? How are we going to get better in the red zone? Then they have that penalty. I'm like, oh, my goodness, here it is. This is their blowing up again. And then he throws that tipped ball. But I'd like to see a better angle of it because I don't even know who he was throwing at. I saw the tight end as well, which you're, what you're talking about was open. But was he going to, towards the tight end? Was it a no. catchable ball? No, he was going. That, it looked like he was going yeah. in the corner. Right. Then, it looked like it, Yeah. I, I don't know. It's another mistake of their, of their red zone offense, and it just – you know, it's it's rearing its ugly head already this early in the season. It's something they talked about that they needed to get fixed, and they didn't get it fixed, obviously. Yeah, it, it, it was uh, hugely upsetting. And I think at that point, you were sitting there watching the game, and you're thinking, okay, so that went from the Bears up seven to trailing by seven, and mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a terrible kind of turn of events. But what – I mean, Matt Nagy is he, – he was very upset at halftime. You know, they, they're not converting third downs, and that can't happen. Well, just because you don't convert a third down doesn't mean you go for it on fourth down. They gave up, like, massive field position early in the game 
which I thought sent the wrong message to their team. And um, and I, go, I guess you do it once, fourth and four. I, I mean, I wouldn't have done it. But then the second one, you, so you're basically giving them six more points. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that. And, uh, you know, there's two ways to look at it, in my opinion, that, all right, I trust our defense. Let's go ahead and be aggressive offensively. But then if you truly trust your defense, go ahead and pin them down there and make them have the long field and then get the ball back. And maybe you got better field position. you got a better chance to score more points. So there's two ways to look at it, but I'm with you. I mean, maybe early you try the first one. You say, all right, guys, we're going to be aggressive. And like, all right, if we don't get it, then I'm going to really put it in my defense's hands. We're going to put the ball down there, let them have a chance to get the ball back and see if the offense can go back and score some points. And, and you know, I got to tell you, Pat, I, I can't help but wonder why – why did he send that message? Why did he – what was it about fourth and four that he thought he was going to convert? And was he trying to build his team up and, and you do I, it once and it doesn't – I'm just curious. What, what I, I think that's on? what it was. I, I truly do. I think okay. that's a message maybe that was sent during the week or during the offseason. Guys, we're going to be aggressive. We're going to, you know, we're going to be able to convert these things. We're going to get it done. We got to believe. We got to believe. And then when it falters – it's like you all look at each other and I'm like, now we really don't believe. And I think that's what happened. I, I think it was a message that was possibly told to the team early. When we get in situations like this, we're going for it this year. And it obviously didn't work out. Yeah. And, I mean, hey, listen, I mean, these things, you know, you, you make an early decision. You don't know the game's going to be that affected by it. But when he finally actually punted, it seemed like the Bears knocked them back. They got yeah. the ball back and they scored the touchdown before the end of the half, which got them back in the game. But, again, I, you know, it, it just seems to me that you show more faith in your defense if you actually uh, try to pin them back than, than uh, give them some defense, play to their strength. I don't know. I, I'm with you. I agree with you. And the other sad thing today was there's no turnovers, but we only had one yeah. sack. You know, the defense didn't make a difference in this game, and that's what you're expecting, and that's what you need this defense to do with, with with this offense. They need to make a difference. They need to be the winners. They need to be the one that the reason why they're winning and they didn't show up today at, at all with those two big plays, poor tackling and 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 what one sack on Matthew Stafford. Yeah, yeah, it, it was uh it was upsetting to say the least and uh and we got a lot of people who want to check in. The phone lines are already filling up. When someone drops, you can jump on 312-644-6767 the uh the the uh the phone line is powered by BetQL, and let's get to Chris. He's in Evanston. Good morning, Chris, or good afternoon, or I don't even know what time it is. I'm... <laughs> you won't know in the morning either. Hey, I won't know. Well, That's right. I, uh, Hi, how y'all doing? I, I mean, uh, Eddie Jackson, I've been saying it for his whole career. I was happy when we drafted him out of Alabama, the athletic ability. I knew we had something, but I was wrong. And, and since that first year, I've been saying, I don't know why we paid this guy. The only thing he's good at is what Arizona does with Buda Baker, what Seattle does, what what the Jets do with Marquise Mays. You know, I mean, we, we got to blitz this guy. We got to play him at the line of scrimmage like Jalen Ramsey was today. Or we just got to get rid of him because you take away the two blown coverages, both on Eddie Jackson, it's a different ball game. And I don't want to hear anybody talk about Justin Fields and what he should have done and we need to start him because take away that one play that was picked off on the first drive, which, again, was a Matt Nagy classic. 
He called a timeout on the opening drive. He can't end a half with any timeouts. He called a timeout for a play that didn't work. And I don't know where Andy Dalton was going, but you take away that one play, what did Andy Dalton do wrong today? So we got a new whipping boy, Andy Dalton. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, I got a feeling that we're going to hear from a lot of people that are upset with Andy Dalton and with Justin Fields, and I really don't think that was the determining factor in the game, Patrick. No, I'm with you. Well, let me start with Chris's call first with the – with Eddie Jackson, I thought Eddie Jackson was his best when he was roaming the defensive backfield as the deep safety and making plays on the ball that way. That guy's gone, it seems like. He doesn't know where to line up. I don't know if that's film study. It's his lack of concentration or whatever it is. But, you know, I'm with Chris on that. That If, if he's blowing coverages like that, you can't play a guy like that no matter what you pay him because he's going to lose your ball games. And then the one thing, Andy Dalton played okay today to me, but the one thing I felt that was lacking with this offense with – all the quote-unquote speed that the Bears acquired this offseason, we didn't see any balls thrown deep. We didn't see any one-on-one moves outside and just throw it up. Or maybe we saw one or two, but we didn't see enough. Partly that could have been the game plan going in, knowing this defensive front with the Rams, that you can't you know, sit back in the pocket and let right. a guy get as deep as possible. But I would like to see more of that. I'd like to see the vertical game a little bit more. But you know, I thought Andy Dalton did what Matt Nagy wanted him to do. He read the right play. You know what I mean? Made, made the right read. Made the poor throw on the on the uh, the goal line, but overall, I guess he ran Matt Nagy's offense like he wanted it to be run. But I'd like to see the ball go deep a little bit more. And and I think you know they David Montgomery was fantastic yeah, in that game, no doubt. right? I yeah. mean, you could keep feeding him all you want, and it seemed like the play action was killing the Bears, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know how I don't know how guys are biting that much on play action, but. Uh, it clearly had a huge impact on on the first touchdown. Guy was wide open. What was that, a 67-yard touchdown? I know he was down at the 12, and feel free to touch him. But, uh, <laughs> but goodness gracious, uh, the, he was just about as open as you can get uh, because of the play fake. But, man, it, it is just um, – when you see the running back running like that and you think about punting the ball on fourth down – you know, you could have you could have played a complimentary brand of football, and maybe done a hell of a lot better. But maybe they just would have scored their long touchdowns earlier because the sure. the secondary was a mess. It was an but absolute I just, that, mess. That, that's not who Matt Nagy is, though. I think no. he saw exactly who he is. He can't do that. He's not willing to do that. I, he has that thing. I want to be aggressive. I want to be aggressive. Well. Screw that. Let's just try to win ball games. How do we win ball games? We walk into this, and maybe your game plan's not exactly what you what you what you thought it was going to be for the week. But all of a sudden, you've got this great running game going for the day. Figure that out. Use that to your advantage, and keep using that, and then help your defense with field position. He didn't do that. Three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. The score listener line powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app today or visit betql.com. We'll try Stephen. He's calling online. Good morning, Stephen. Hi, how you doing? Good. We're good. Well, what a rough start, but well, I think the Rams still, really... They're in first place. They're in first place. That's, that's no, I, I mean, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Listen, the Rams really schooled the Bears tonight uh, what an explosive offense would look like. And if Matt Nagy is going to hang on to Andy Dalton being Alex Smith and being efficient, and somehow the Bears look much better than 
Foles and Trubisky from last year, the bar is very, very low. And I don't think not many people, myself included, is going to, you know, go for that. I mean, so what? What do you the, want to see? The Rams score off and so Justin quickly Fields. while the Bears spent seven, eight minutes running the ball up and down and just to get to the end zone. But uh, how long? How long? How long are we going to put up with this? Uh, you know, any longer? That's one thing. But the other thing is defense. And I told the uh, the producer this could rival the 2013-2014 defense in terms of its putridness. I mean, the tackling is bad. Eddie Jackson just completely gave up. Uh, Marquis Christian had a really rough night. I don't know how long he's going to be on the roster, but I tell you, Sean Desai, I really feel bad for him. Um, I think he's put in a very, very bad spot, and I think Nagy better really do something before he loses the entire locker room, both offensively and defensively. Thank you. Appreciate your call, Stephen. Yeah, I'm just I'm nervous about the defense too. That's probably the biggest thing. I think we knew what we were going to get with the offense. We were hoping we'd, you know, get you know two. T- well, they should have had more points. But let's talk about the defense. The defense, it's awful. I mean, that was that was awful. That that was embarrassing for them to come out and say, you know, we're we're going to be this great defense. We're going to be just fine without Eddie Goldman. I think Akeem Hicks said that. And all these guys are saying this. Eddie Jackson saying he's going to be back playing great, and none of them played great. None of them played to what they thought they should be or what they talked about. And that's one you need to look in the mirror as a player and be like, man, maybe we're not doing something right. we got to figure this thing out. And is it Sean Desai? I don't know. But to me, you've got two veteran safeties back there making mistakes in a new, in a, you know, new, old, whatever you want to call it, uh, system with Sean Desai. They shouldn't be making these mistakes. That should not happen with two veterans back there. And I, I wonder, Patrick, as you view this kind of unfolding thing here, um, as much as the caller kind of suggested Andy Dalton's the wrong quarterback, and, you know, I'm not sure. And, it, and it, I know everyone wants to see Justin Fields, and, I, and it was great. And he came in and scored a touchdown, and he ran a few plays, and he's getting up to snuff, and um, that's wonderful. But I don't know that, that the mistakes in this game weren't on the head coach and maybe the general manager. You know, hmm. I, I don't know how you open a season – with these question marks in the secondary and there are unanswered questions and we find out and I'm very curious to see what Matt Nagy has to say and and who asked the question but was the Duke Shelley thing that was a that was just a performance idea that wasn't anything I mean you you are short at one of the most important positions you you're a mess your secondary yeah. is a mess you cannot allow 57-yard touchdown bombs. It's insane. No. no. And that nickel position, that's a starting position, in my opinion. It They're is. They're missing a complete starter, an NFL-caliber starter. And I talked in the pregame about Marquis Christian, supposed to be a you know a core special teams player, and he's now starting at safety. And a lot of people say that you know he's a guy that you could serviceable if there's injuries, but he's starting week one as your nickel, nickel corner, nickel back, whatever you want to call him. And that you're right. That's on Ryan Pace. That's, that's undermanning your own team going into the season with, with a starter who is truly a backup. And you, you, you can't have that. You, you just can't have that. And it, it reared its head twice on the, uh, the two with the red zone, third and whatever, to Cooper Cup, he gets burned for the almost touchdown and gets burned for the yep. late touchdown in the game. And, you know, that's, that's man-to-man. That's, that's on the cornerback, the nickel cornerback, and we know that. The other two is, is on the safeties. That they, I just – I'm really ticked about how bad they played. And, and yep. they, I'm sure they are too. That, that, that's what really hurts me is – it's how bad two veteran players that are supposed to be some of your stars back there, and one of them supposed to be your superstar, 
he played poorly. Yes, he did not play well, period, end of story. 312-644-6767. Brian is in Lyle. Hey, Brian. Hey, guys. Um, when does this end? When does the Matt Nagy thing end? Week three of, of year five? This guy, this guy's a fraud. There's nothing there. It just, it just, there's no development from anybody. Just a horrible, horrible situation. Well, I, 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 I agree yeah. with you right now after that game. You know, I, yeah. I didn't, we talked about, you know, I didn't think it would be this bad, but there were a lot of mistakes. We talked about it, Molly. What do you think? What's going to happen from the first game? What can you learn from? The first half, I was like, okay, the Bears are, they're in it okay. One, one touchdown or one tipped uh, interception mistake. But then the second half happened, and I'm like, whoa, this is, this is truly who they are. And, and as a player, and that happens, and you're questioning yourself, are we going to be a good team? Are we going to be a bad team? What are we going to be this year? And they're getting on the bus right now to go to get on the plane to come home. They should all be thinking, oh, man, we are not very good. What do we have to do? We've got to fix this. Some way, somehow, yep. they've got to fix it. And it's, it, it, it's exactly what we thought was going to happen. They lose 34-14, to 14 and it was ugly. Yeah, it was bad. I, I mean, it was really bad. Now, you know, in terms of when it's going to end, I can tell you that the Bears never in their history have fired a head coach in season. Now, the owner of the team was the head coach for many of those years, but the <laughs> fact of the matter is they've never they've never done it, and I think we've seen situations where you thought it might happen. Um, I, I think, and, and Pat, I'd be very interested to get your take. Lovey used to always say that the biggest jump for a team is from week one to week two. Yeah. Um, I know the Bears are installed as a three-point favorite, three-and-a-half-point mm-hmm. favorite against uh, Cincinnati. be interesting to see if that line moves after this. But um, do you believe that there's – I mean, listen, we know there's tons of room for improvement. Sure. I don't know how you get better at left tackle when you got effectively three guys out injured, right? <laughs> right. No, I'm with you. But here's the other – you could look at it this way, too. Maybe the Rams are just that darn good. You know what I mean? Maybe they yeah. are just that good, and they ran into one of the best teams in the NFL, and you know they, they got beat that way. So maybe there is room for improvement going against the Bengals next week, um, who I don't think are as good as the Rams. I mean, seeing the Rams today, they showed me they're a pretty darn good football team, especially with Matthew Stafford at quarterback now. So maybe that's it, and I hope that's it, and I hope the Bears can take that jump against the Bengals and maybe make that slow incremental process. <laughs> progress all throughout the year but um no I'm kidding. you know I hope I hope they can make that jump and I do believe in that and maybe it's because I heard Lovey say it so many times playing for him but um I do believe that can happen because there is some self-reflection that can happen there's there's some moves you can make with players maybe Marquis Christian has just got fired you know that's not his job anymore maybe they're going to move somebody else in there maybe they move Kendall Vildor in there and they move Artie Burns at the other at right. the other corner maybe they figure that out and they they can make some changes and they misevaluated some players. Maybe that could help and help, and and maybe it does happen. Bill is on the south side. Morning, or morning. Good evening, Bill. Good evening. That's the second time you said good morning, so I'll also say, listen. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna be frank, man. I'm I'm upset that it's not Hub, and I'm upset that it's not Olin, and now I'm even getting a bad post game. Okay. Sorry. Right. Sorry about that, man. Olin's never been on this post game. He's on the post post with Ant. Yeah, I, I, I think I say good morning because I'm half asleep and I'm going to be yeah. on tomorrow at five. So you're in your radio mood mode. You're normally on in the morning. But but Bill got me. <laughs> Jimmy is 
<laughs> listening online from Florida. Hey, Jimmy. How you doing? So, I mean, I'm going to be the, the positive guy here. I mean, I thought David Montgomery looked great tonight. He looks a lot leaner, explosive. He looks much explosive in shape. He deserves a lot of credit. Um, and now we get to the crap. It's just, you know, what are we going to do with this offensive line? Obviously, we got some big issues. You know, when, when's Jenkins coming back? What are we going to do there? And then, like you guys said, like Marky Christian, like uh, that's just misplayer evaluation. I appreciate your time. Thank you. I I think you got something going with the running game. I mean, you yes. got a player who uh, who what did he have? 108 yards. What did he end up with? He was over 100 yards rushing. Yeah, he's a good player. We saw him at the end of last year, and the offense changed pretty significantly when they started featuring him. You're dealing with issues on the offensive line. I, I mean, if you, if you think about what happened in this game, you go into it with this Tevin Jenkins thing hanging over your head. You don't know if he's coming back this year or not. We talked about the 39-year-old uh, uh, Jason Peters. You saw at one point there was a terrible play there where Aaron Donald just knocked him down, flat-out oh, knocked yeah, him down. Yeah, yeah. And that was rough to see because that's a great player and a, a proud guy. And then he made a great play to keep, uh, to keep Andy Dalton clean on a blitz. He, he caught it the last second and just knocked the guy flat, the blitzing defensive back. But he leaves with a quad injury. So now Larry Borum comes in. And Larry Borum winds up leaving with, I believe it was an ankle injury. We'll find mm-hmm. out more about those two players. But you've got not one, but both the guys you're relying on at left tackle who leave the game injured and cannot return. That is a, that's a huge problem heading into uh, the start of an NFL season. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. But you've got to tie, you know, he's, he's, he, the, the caller brought up the positives, and David Montgomery was great. But part of the run game is the O-line. And he was saying the O-line was a negative. He's the one, they're the ones blocking up front. Yeah. And I thought they did a pretty darn good job with a decent front and with the Rams, especially a great player in Aaron Donald, and getting the run game going. There, there were some alleys there. Yeah, David Montgomery runs hard and, and ran through some tackles. But most backs do that. But I thought David Montgomery looked better. He, looked, he actually he looked great. Let's, let's just be honest. He looked great. But the O-line, you got to give them credit in their uh, run, the run blocking. But their pass protection, I don't know, again, is it, is it because the Bears – excuse me, because the Rams front is so darn good that you can't, you know, hold those blocks as long as you want? Or is it because, you know, they're that bad? I mean, there's there's times you, you're going to get beat by Aaron Donald. We talked about it in the pregame. Olin said he'd call a timeout if you knew you had a one-on-one with Aaron Donald going going against that front. And there's the two times he really got scot-free were kind of when he was one-on-one. So, you know, I got to give the, the O-line a little bit of credit. I thought they played a good game up until the end overall. But I thought their run game was was, was pretty darn good. 312-644-6767. We're going to break down uh, the game. We're going to hopefully hear from uh, uh, the head coach, Matt Nagy, find out what he thinks, and, uh, and we'll be right back on the SCORE postgame show. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Last knee taken on third and 13. That'll win the ball game. The L.A. Rams defend their home turf. Another opening week win for Sean McVay now. 5-0 and in openers. 34-14. Pre-game show, excuse me, the post-game show on the score. It's something, Pat. It's Patrick Manley. <laughs> uh, the score post-game show is sponsored by MalmedChicago.com, where a full head of hair scores every time. And unfortunately, a lot of people were tearing their hair out. And uh, Patrick, uh, 34 points and uh, the Bears scoring 14. Jeff Joniak, you just heard him from WBBM. Uh, Four and zero. Excuse me. Five and zero now for Sean McVay, and his teams going into this game had averaged thirty-two points per win on opening day, and allowed sixteen points. So I'd say the thirty-four fourteen score is kind of in line with what the Rams have managed to do under McVay. And what's impressive too, they don't play their starters at all in the preseason. You know, they do this all with practice. There's no games. There's no. There's no game prep for them. And they go out there and they, they go out there and perform like it's the middle of the season right from week one, which is which is very interesting. I don't know how they do it. I mean, I think more teams would like to be able to copy that, but that's an impressive thing to do that what he's done there. And I think we saw around the league some quarterbacks that didn't play in the preseason really struggle, including Aaron Rodgers, uh, yeah. with a with a I don't know if you saw him or not, but my God, that guy, he looked like a beaten man. He looked kind of uh he looked. He didn't look healthy. I mean, he looked a little bit emaciated. He's or old. And, He's old now. Man. Oh, That's I what guess. happens when we get old. <laughs> yeah, he looked a lot older than he usually does. Uh, we've got some. We've got some sound from uh, from Matt Nagy on the the BBM uh, post game. Do you want to play that, or do you want to just go to more calls? Because I got a feeling we're going to be arguing about it. But maybe we should listen to him for a minute, huh? Yeah, I wouldn't mind listening to him. I never really get to hear him after post game. I think maybe uh, I can get some good thoughts off of this because I want to hear what he has to say. Yeah, let's uh, let's hear the defense from the head coach. Thirty-four, fourteen, the final. Jeff and Tom with you. Uh, break it down for us. There, there's a, a, a lot to unpack here. Some good and, and not so good. Yeah, no doubt. I think uh, you know it's a tale of two halves, and and I think coming out in the third quarter there, you know, down thirteen to seven, and. They came out and had that, that touchdown um, to up two scores, and I thought we showed some fight coming back offensively and having a, a, a long drive, 16 plays, almost taking up 10 minutes and scoring with a touchdown, and, and then they came back and had an eight-play, 75-yard drive and just kind of kept going back and forth, and then we ended up having another long drive but no, no, uh, no result in the touchdown. So um, when you lose the turnover battle uh, to start the game, we go down and get in the red zone and have a third-and-one penalty. And then we don't. Then um, we have an interception. It's points off the board, and you know, not getting any turnovers on the other side. It's it's hard when you lose a turnover battle. So it's uh, it's something that we gotta uh, pick the pieces up and get back on track. That's a good Rams team that we played. First seven drives ended in Rams territory. You had eight drives. I mean, that that's fantastic with the first downs. 
uh, but the two turnovers, two on downs, and just one punt tonight. Yeah. Strategy, keep it, uh, keep it on the uh, less stretchable side, I guess, in terms yeah. of the deep ball tonight. Yeah, that for a lot was of gonna, different reasons. Yeah, that was going to be the case. Just uh, you know, they got. Uh, some pretty good players on that front line. And, you know, Aaron Donald does a great job at making sure that uh, you got to use protection. And uh, so we, we knew going into it, it was going to be difficult that way. And there was going to be some longer drives. We want to result in touchdowns. Um, so, uh, yeah, that, that's, that's where the explosives, there weren't, there weren't many explosives, whereas they had explosives. You know, they had big plays. And I think that was the difference. Matt, I thought your offensive line, though, on Aaron Donald did a good job until the end when things became kind of obvious. But did it change your formula of thinking as a play caller when you had uh, Jason go down, then Larry Borum go down, Elijah come in? Not saying that Elijah's not capable and ready, but again, it's different than the guys that have been practicing and you've been planning with. Yeah, it's always tough when when you lose your your those two tackles, um, but it doesn't change anything. I think we're still calling our plays, and you know they 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 um, you know it's, they're they're a team that plays so much zone, and they're going to keep everything in front of them. And then when you become a little bit more one dimensional, when when you get behind a couple scores and they know you're throwing, that's where Aaron Donald's going to start teeing off on you. So uh, we'll have to get back and watch the tape and see. But there's some one on ones um, that that get difficult to go against them and, and that's why he's the player he's that's why he's the player who he is how can defensively we open the uh, door for more opportunities for Khalil to be a force in the game because I think you kind of need offenses to have such a, a high awareness of him that he, they change the configuration of their game plan and their thinking also yeah so you know again I, I'm ex- I, I need to get back and see the tape and see what they what they were doing with him and how many one-on-ones he had um, but for sure I mean the the, the biggest thing just just in general you know just making sure that we do the fundamentals right with just tackling and keeping got keeping um, you know contain on the edges and not giving up big plays and then trying to get some turnovers too now I, I do know that one of their game plans was guys was to get the ball out super quick I think you know Matt Stafford was getting the ball out really quick and that makes it hard so you got to be able to match that 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 uh, coverage with your front and so we'll have to uh, get back to the tape and see where we can get better Hey, just so we get to know each other, ever since you went to the podium and said you're going to get 20 <laughs> carries a game oh, for wow. Dave Montgomery, 26 runs, which I like to see. Mm-hmm. Um, keep that going, will you? Yeah, yeah. No, I thought he did. David ran his he, – he ran yep. so hard today. I mean, there were some t- tough runs in yep. there, and, and I thought he ran really hard, and that's going to be key for us. we got to make sure that we keep this run game going, and, and, uh, and then we just got to be more productive in the red zone, which we know. All right, Justin Fields, you did give him a package uh, here and there, and uh, showed it off, didn't he? Yeah, he did a great job. You know, it's uh, I, I think it's uh, he, he's a he's a weapon for us. We understand that teams know that, and so I thought he did a great job coming out there. Obviously, made a hell of a run there to get us a touchdown and cap off the uh, uh, that drive. And he made some great throws that drive. But I think it's something that um, you know, ob- obviously. Uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll continue to to see how things go, but I, I was I thought he did a great job. All right, lastly, because I know you got to go. Uh, the injuries to the tackles, um, severity. Are we concerned? I mean, I, what, I don't know severity. A, I really I, I have no idea. But I, uh, Jason Peters has a quad, and Borum has an ankle. So I'm sure as we fly back home and, and get get some more uh, stuff on him, we'll know more. It's like the hammer hitting the thumb repeatedly in that yeah, one position. Yeah. All yeah. right, Matt. Good luck. All right, guys. Have take care, back. Max. We'll talk to you tomorrow night okay. on the Bears Coaches Show, seven o'clock. Okay, thanks to Jeff Joniak, Tom Thayer, and WBBM. Your take, Patrick. 
I just he's always positive. How can he be positive after that game? I think when Tom has a joke with him, I'm not joking back with him. I'll be like, Tom, sorry, I'm not in the mood right now to to be joking. You know, it's just I get it. That's the way he is. But after a loss like that, I just I don't know. I I don't want to sound like the old Bears fan. I need to hear more fire or whatever. But I just uh, he just I, I hope he goes in the locker room and doesn't deliver his message the same way he talked to Jeff and Tom. I hope he's a little more direct. A little more demeaning, a little more, you know, on him. Um, I guess that's what I would say. But I, I get it. You know, some of the points he made of the coaching points, of not being able to throw the deep ball. One, because you're worried about the pressure up front, and right. two, because they played that deep cover two shell, and they play off the ball quite a bit, so it is tough to get a deep shot. Um, and then, you know, he talked about the positive of the 16 play drive, which is impressive, and that's something you can build off of. We were talking earlier what can happen between week one and week two, and hopefully that's something they can come away with and find something in that drive that you know, moves them forward and gets them better. And then, you know, he did mention the fundamentals and tackling, but again, I wish he would be a little harder on that. I wish he'd be harsher on that. And the last thing is I kept hearing that horn honk and I thought the uh, bus was leaving without him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's beautiful. All right, let's get back to the phone lines. 312-644-6767. Is Kevin there? Kevin in St. Charles. Yeah, you know I'm here, Molly. How you doing? (laughs) I'm good, buddy. Well, I mean, I'm good. not doing well, great, to be honest with you. Well, neither of us are. I just took my sad drive home from the south side, and now I'm back in the northwest suburbs where I belong. But, uh, Patrick, it's nice to meet you, man. You're the goat of lawn snapping. I feel very honored to be, uh, to be, uh, you know, able to share with you guys tonight. And, Molly, it's weird. You know, it's. I know you keep saying good morning. That's when I'm used to talking with you. So this is backwards for all of us. <laughs> All the yeah. power for you. We'll both be up at 5 in the morning. I'll call you guys again in the morning. We'll oh, probably please. talk about yeah. more. Anyways, um, yeah, what a what – a, you know, it, it, Nagy's positive because he knows he's not going anywhere. You know, he doesn't have anything to worry about. His project is Justin Fields. And I thought it did well. What, I mean, I'm going to talk about what a few things he did do well, which was, you know, you um, – you and Hall talked about earlier in earlier weeks, what's the biggest problem on the Bears? Is it a tackle or corner? Tackle or corner? Well, I think tonight really, really showed against a great uh, or a, above average defense in the Rams. Um, that corner back is clearly our, our huge, huge dilemma, and it's going to be this season. You know, I thought the offensive line played really well, and there's no reason to rush fields out there when you got Andy Dalton in a, in a, in a line that's not solidified yet. So um, the, big, the big question is the defense. you got all your money on that defensive line. And, uh, you know, when they're not getting the pressure, the cornerbacks are going to be exposed, and we are going to see some poor scoring defensive games all year long. And I'm really sad, to, you know, that Sean decides walking into this because we're, I, don't, I don't foresee any quick fixes to this. At least with the defensive – or I'm sorry, I'll wrap it up with – at least with the offensive line, they were saying it tonight. Andy Dolan was getting it out at like 2.1, 2.2 seconds. That's awesome. You know, let them get it in there and don't rely on the offensive line. Keep running the ball, Maggie. I'll give him an improvement for that because he never wants to run. Tonight he showed it. Um, but when it comes to this other 16 games, if the defense uh, doesn't square up, we're, we're in for the long haul, boys. Patrick, nice meeting you. Molly, I'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, great stuff. Thank you very much, Kevin. We appreciate it. Um, a lot there, and that was relatively um, 
positive, and, and I do think, Patrick, that it, it is, you know, if you're sitting here waiting for Matt Nagy to get fired after that game, you know, don't hold your breath, for God's no. sake, because that's no. not happening. No, it's definitely not going to happen. I just, you know, him and Ryan Pace, I, you know, they're, they're, I don't know. Yeah, I think I think people know. I don't know how they kept their job in the first place, but yep. they did. They're going to be here, and then maybe they bought some more time getting Justin Fields. But, um, you know, the caller had some good thoughts. I mean, the biggest thing to me, and we've hit it already, is this defense. If the defense can't play to the what they're supposed to be, who they're supposed to be, then the Bears are really in trouble. I mean, in, in big-time trouble. This could get ugly the entire season. If you don't have your stars coming out and, and making splash plays, if Khalil Mack's not causing sack fumbles, if Eddie Jackson's not getting interceptions – um, you know, Akeem played a pretty good game. I got to give him credit. I thought Roquan played okay. I did get beat on one of the uh, the crossing routes by Higby, I think it was. But, you know, it was still that little the, the tackling machine he's been. But overall, they, they did not play to who they're supposed to be. And if they cannot do that and they continue to play this way, it's going to be even a longer season than we thought it was going to be. 312-644-6767. Do you have any positives? We uh, We wouldn't mind hearing some more positives, although – I think you're digging deep trying to find them. There's other things to discuss, and we'll do so when we return. He's Patrick Manley. I'm Mully. You're listening to The Score Postgame Show. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.